We pick up on 51A Nun Aleph at the very top, uh, Tan Rabbanim. Uh, we'd mentioned before uh, that the source of Tumah uh, is the full amount of uh, uh, corpse dust. There was that ladle full uh, of, of that uh, corpse dust. And now we just talk about this again. Ezu uh, mate, Sheesh Borakov. What is this uh, a dead person who has got this uh, ladle full of corpse dust? And now it's actually quite a specific situation. Mate, Shinikbar, Arum Baron Shosheish. Basically, uh, a person who's buried uh, with no clothes on and he's also buried uh, in a coffin of marble in other words something that doesn't decompose or else he was uh, buried uh, on a stone floor uh, that is a uh, corpse uh, that is considered uh, that it is corpse dust. It's basically unadulterated uh, corpse and it's got nothing mixed in with it. However, Nick Barabakusuto, if he uh, gets buried in his clothes, Baron Shaitz, or in a wooden coffin, so I mean this applies to, you know, basically everything that we do. We bury people in uh, in Tachrichin, uh, we bury people uh, in, in wooden coffins, while Gabe Ritzba shall or else you uh, even bury them on a, on a, on a floor of bricks, uh, which do decompose over time. Uh, that is uh, um, a corpse uh, that does not have a, uh, any impu- uh, purity in it as a result of that because really uh, it's not unadulterated. Uh, corpse itself it's got little bits of everything else it's got uh, pieces of the clothes the woods the brick or whatever it happens is that that uh, disintegrated and really uh, what what we have the halucha uh, is that uh, the, the, it's only rekev defined as rekev uh, if it is that uh, corpse 100 percent Amma Ula Ula comments on that. Ain Brekev Ella Ba Mina Basaru Mel Gidimum it Mina Atmaut Ula says uh, it is uh, this Rekev uh, is only uh, it's gotta be dust and it's gotta contain uh, it's gotta contain meat, uh, basar flesh, uh, as well as sinews and bones. Okay, eight um, Rava Ula and Rava comes along and objects to Ula on that. He says Rekev Aba Mina Basar because there's a brighter that says uh, this this corpse dust that comes from just the, the basar, the flesh, tahor, uh, that is pure. Uh, what's the inference? Hi, mina etzim tame. If it is coming from a bone, uh, then it would be tame. Uh, but that seems to go. Afogav, the lake of basar. Uh, even if that was just a bone and uh, there'd be no flesh upon it. Uh, and uh, so, so how do you understand that? The answer would be, Aimahaki, rakavaba mina basar, tahor, adshio etzim babasar. No, really what you should say is that dust that comes from plain basar is pure unless there is some kind of bone uh, already in the flesh uh, there's bone and flesh however I like a getting but uh, you you'd mentioned has to have not not only bone and flesh but also has to have sinews as well so uh, we say really what we're saying is that uh, just flesh as well as bone uh, would imply that there are sinews as well you can't have flesh and bone without sinews there would be sinews there as well and that's why we don't even bother mentioning them uh, because once it's from bones and flesh uh, would obviously include the sinews as well all right continuing along these lines i'm a rabbi shmuel ba'aba i'm a rabbi yochanan rabbi shmuel ba'aba says the name of rabbi yochanan 
What happens if you have uh, two corpses uh, buried one with each other? It says, They get mixed up uh, with each other, and therefore, uh, this would not really be a, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the rekev from one mate. Matev uh, Ravnatan, Ravnatan argues with that. No, Ravnatan says, listen, even if it comes from two matem, uh, it is actually tame. Uh, how do you understand that conflict? Amrava, no, Really what happens is that one corpse was buried by itself and the other corpse was buried by itself. They decayed separately. Uh, and really uh, that, uh, and they both uh, stood at uh, this full ladle full of dust. So really what it is, it's uh, um, in a sense uh, that so in other words, they've actually uh, it's it's one from one ladle full from the one and one ladle full from the other ever. Uh, so that would actually be tumor on for each one separately. However, if they would uh, decay together, uh, then they are basically <coughs> mixed together, and uh, then there wouldn't be any impurity with that. All right. So continuing, I'm a Rabbi Baba Chana. I'm a Rabbi Yochanan, and I'm a Rabbi Yochanan who says Gazaz Sarok Rabbi What happens if you cut the hair of a corpse and then uh, it was buried? Uh, with the mate, Nase lo galgalin. Then it becomes part of the mixture of the dust, and that would uh, not make it uh, unadulterated corpse. It would um, wouldn't become impure. Tanan hatam. We also learned uh, in a Mishnah, Mishnah in Oalot, uh, that says call sheba mate tame. Everything that is uh, impure. Uh, in a corpse would be impure. Tamei chutzmina shinaim se'ar batiporin, except for the teeth, the hair, and the nails. Uh, that's not considered uh, impure as part of the body. However, when they are attached to the corpse, uh, the, the teeth, the hair, and the nails, they would actually be considered, uh, uh, they all be considered tamei. So about that, by Chizkiah, so Chizkiah asks, Haro, Ahmed Lekalech, Tzipurin, Ahmed Legazais, my. Uh, the question is if the, the, the if the hair of a corpse is is quite long and it really would if the person would have gone for a haircut uh, or should be going for a haircut it was, it was just about to have a he was just about to have a haircut or his nails are very long and they're ready to be cut uh, on the one hand uh, what do we look at that as my dummy do we say that um, Anything that's ready to be cut is as if it is already cut. Or Duma Hashtamia Ha Or else maybe we should say, listen, uh, that's the way it was and then the person died. Uh, so therefore it uh, remains uh, as part of the mate. because uh, we do have uh, this in other areas of uh, of Halakha, uh, where anything that is about to, to happen for certain things, uh, for example taking off um, a, a certain agricultural gifts, we say anything that is ready to be cut is sometimes considered as if, as if it was already cut. Uh, all right, so that's the question. Do we apply that same kind of law uh, with regard to uh, tumor uh, uh, and, uh, and, and, and the hair and the nails? All right, when if short lay, we do Rabbi Babachana. So why did Kisya learn an answer out for what Rabbi Babachana says? Because uh, that, uh, that hair uh, buried with a corpse really is uh, mixes in uh, and, and effectively uh, is not part of the corpse. And we say no time in Bishim de Kazas. No, that is because uh, it was 
already cut. Uh, and it says, uh, hi, law gazas, law. Uh, but if it hadn't been cut, well, then it would be uh, um, uh, part of the corpse. And, uh, and that's it. So even if to, it wouldn't form a mixture, uh, even if it was ready to be cut, surely that's the answer. And I would say, how can come out? Not necessarily. This is what he's saying. Kazaz, harazu gagalim. Only if it was cut uh, is it considered separate. Law gazas, mibala. So it, if it wasn't cut, uh, the question is then then I'd have the question is it considered uh, cut or isn't it considered cut all right so that really is um, uh, the, the question okay uh, and, uh, and and that's it all right so we don't actually come out with an answer uh, to that all right bye Marivima Rakava Barmenaikev uh, so now uh, this corpse uh, what happens if this uh, amount of corpse dust comes from the hill uh, <coughs> what do we say about that on the one hand mahu me kamrinan rekevaba nikola mate aval the atimin ekev law do we say that it, the, the the dust has to come from all of the corpse but if it only came uh, from the heel uh, it would not apply or duma loshna or maybe here it is no no uh, no um, thing at all. It's not not a, not uh, it's it's not considered. Uh, it's not different altogether. So now there's a whole discussion uh, about this. You know, like why, um, you know, why why dafka uh, heal as opposed to anything else. You know, why it, it, if it has to come from the whole body, why did it actually uh, choose a heal? Uh, so so people uh, the the, the Toswot uh, seem to say that maybe we're talking here about a heal uh, because it's very hard and stuff like that. So maybe it's not even uh, like tame like a mate uh, you know and, uh, and and that's it or it could be uh, the miri says and, and based on a slightly different version of the text uh, we are talking dafka about a hill uh, because a hill is an example of something that uh, that is not uh, needed for a person's existence so maybe you know is, is considered part of the corpse but not essential uh, for a person to live okay and uh, and that's it all right so uh, so, so really that is um, that's that Anyway, so Tashma, the Tanu Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Shai, so Rabbi Natan, the son of Rabbi Shai, said, Rakhava Mishnei Metim. We just uh, got, you know, the, the previous statement, Rabbi Natan, the son of Rabbi Shai, when it says dust that comes from the two corpses is Tameh. And surely what we have here is Sakadat Akev Law. If you would say uh, that dust that comes from the hill does not uh, transmit impurity, uh, surely we should learn uh, from here is Sakadat Akev Law, Zil Haka. Well, maybe what you should say here is that maybe some of this dust comes from the heel as well. The fact that here we said that from two matim is, is tame, uh, even though some of the stuff would come from the heel as well. So surely that should uh, mean that it should transmit to him as well. And the Gemara says, no, you can't, you wouldn't be able to say that. If the whole thing is that you say the whole corpse uh, disintegrated and really the dust comes from the heel, uh, then everything would be impure because it really is not considered uh, to be anything foreign. So then that would be good. Really what we're talking about here is where one limb has decayed and the dust is coming from the heel over there. So we're actually just talking about one uh, limb over here. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's uh, it's with that where you say, does this... Um, is this because you know the same way if a person would have for example an amputation you go ahead and you bury that that, that limb of the body uh, we see so that it has got a, a status of, uh, of a mate so you might think that uh, the, the question is um, 
if you just bury a, a, a part of a body uh, of a person, maybe that also has the tumor, and you just use the heel as an example of such a thing, and maybe it would uh, have, uh, you know, be tamay as well, uh, and therefore, uh, my, and you say, take it, we don't come up with an answer over there. All right, continuing uh, uh, you know, along similar lines, uh, by Rabbi Yomi, Uber Manisha, have a uh, if, a, if a dead fetus uh, is found in a mother, right? The mother died and she was pregnant. Uh, and the question is, uh, are, we, are we saying here, it's like two corpses buried together. Uh, it says, or not? Is it like kind of mixed together or not? On the one hand, on the one hand, the fetus is actually something in a lot of respects considered like the limb of the mother. Okay, this comes up a lot in Hulin and, uh, and, and the like where it, uh, it kind of discusses this. Uh, anyway, uh, and if it's like the limb of its mother, who therefore it's really part of the mother herself, uh, and therefore it is not. Uh, it wouldn't be a mixture because really there's just one big body. Or on the other hand, what you could say, uh, it's going to come out eventually. Uh, really, because it's going to separate uh, from the mother, uh, we consider it to be separated really. Uh, because basically if you would say it's going to be uh, separate eventually it's already considered from those not part of the body uh, even if you would say that you could still ask uh, what happens if the semen in this in this um woman had relations with her husband and then later on uh, she died and now there's still semen uh, inside of her the halakha is uh, in this case uh, because on the one hand there was no uh, fema- uh, fetus uh, didn't turn into a baby uh, there was no yitzira from there no creation of a new being um, uh, we would say uh, we would say it is like her body uh, or on the other hand alma uh, maybe it's going to come from outside uh, it originally came from outside uh, therefore it is not like her body so you know we, we have uh, the two sides and we don't come out uh, with an answer uh, to that by Rapapa Rapapa uh, then says Prishamahu. What happens if uh, the, this excrement inside this woman as well? Uh, on the one hand, you can look at Kavandilo Mikama Bidilo Akla. On the one hand, you can't live without food, and therefore it's really the Hayuta Havu. Really, it's considered part of a person's body uh, altogether. So, not considered separate, it's really all part of a body. No, or maybe it comes from the outside and it's really considered external to a body. Uh, that's it, and there, therefore, is, is, uh, you know, is, it's, it, because it's not um, part of a body, and therefore, uh, it, it would be a mixture uh, with, uh, with the corpse. So, now the skin. Uh, with regard to this, uh, what do we, uh, what do we think about? Uh, you know, is that considered part of it? Um, and and that's it. Vai Ravuna, Ramanoach, Keicho, Vinio, Mahu. Also with the with the flame, and the spirit of the person. What is the halakha? Um, uh, yeah. So now, if you say the skin is really considered separate from this woman, uh, you know, however, would you be able to find such a thing? You know, and that's it. Uh, you know, it's, it's odd because the skin itself uh, does transmit uh, tumor as well. Uh, so really, uh, you know, uh, you know, the question is, what are we talking about? That um, 
uh, maybe only tumor of the skin uh, is a rabbinic thing uh, and, and maybe skin isn't really part of the body from the from the Torah so maybe it's considered to be a mixture with a corpse and uh, and you know it, it, uh, that's it all right so um, uh, so so whatever it is also there's another uh, version of it where it's actually not talking about um, uh, skin at all uh, but really um, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's talking about something else like the, the spit of a person in any way in any case uh, but that leads on assuming you are talking about um, uh, the, the skin itself uh, we have the the, the following discussion uh, then says to Rapapa because Rapapa had raised all of these questions the, the excrement um, uh, the the you know and, and um, as well and then we said uh, with, the, with the skin you know well, what's what's the halakha so it says if that's the case um it says if you would say that these things are considered to be mixtures uh, however would you find a corpse that uh, is free of all of these things uh, free of excrement free of skin uh, and, uh, and and free of hair as well so he says you know it seems to be uh, you know, plus it's got to be buried in this marble thing. So even in all of those situations, still, if you say hair and skin and feces is all uh, would be considered a mixture. However, would you find this rakav, this unadulterated corpse? Uh, and it says uh, you would you'd find it the ashkare made kalim tiveria. So basically, what happens is uh, a person. Um, was given this very uh, strong made kalim palm water which is a very strong laxative to drink before he died and then uh, he was rubbed uh, with this uh, cream that would take off all of his hair and then after he died he was boiled uh, boiled in the hot waters of tiberius and that uh, until his skin came off all right uh, it's quite an odd thing to do and that maybe you know is, is, is to to say that and only then would you have rekev at least according uh, to to this uh, to, to Rav papa's situation uh, you know, a way of looking at things. All right, um, I'm our buyer, so now our buyer says, Naktinan, mate, and lo rekev. We have a tradition that a corpse that was uh, crushed into small pieces, like ash, uh, etc., which, you know, for maybe for, for thousands of years we didn't like uh, realize uh, what this Gemara was saying, but now, you know, after the Holocaust, uh, we actually, you know, uh, unfortunately had to live uh, through these things, uh, you know, these things. So, you know, it's, we have a tradition uh, that, uh, that that is not Rekev. So now once we have um, the following, uh, so if it was crushed a little bit, and then afterwards uh, it rotted, decayed, what is Halakha there? Uh, surely the halakha, uh, if the halakha only applies, if there's flesh, sinews and bones, and, uh, and and still, you know, it was there, but it was crushed first, uh, and then it decayed, and, and maybe it's all there, vaika, still all there, or duma, kriyatob inon vileika, or maybe we need to be the way it was before, uh, before it was ground up, and this is obviously not the situation there, and the Gomorrah uh, leaves it as taken. All right, uh, continuing, uh, we say, tane ula barekani, uh, says, um, mate, uh, uh, corpse that's missing a part, uh, it says, Ain lo rakav. Uh, then there's no rakav over there. In other words, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's not. And also the other thing, and it doesn't, also it's, uh, doesn't have the lacha of earth. Uh, that is uh, caught up. What are we talking about here? Uh, no, what, what, in other words, so what basically we say that if a corpse uh, is, is moved, 
okay if it's if it's not a full corpse uh, the surrounding earth it doesn't like to face it doesn't grab hold of it uh, normally what we say is that uh, if, a, if a mate is buried in a certain area uh, in, in uh, around that area you have to be worried that there are pieces of this uh, dead uh, body that have decomposed and gone into the soil and really uh, acquires a little bit of area around of it okay, around of it as well so we say if the corpse is not full uh, therefore the the earth around it is not really part of it and doesn't have to move together with the body. If it was a whole corpse, then it would be able to. And it says, below Ashkunat Kvarot. And also, the halacha of a graveyard doesn't apply as well. What are we talking about? Yeah, this is, is talking about if you have three corpses, um, one close to each other, that we, we, we talked about this, I think, in Moid Katan, uh, etc. And uh, if, if one of them, normally what you say, this whole area is considered a graveyard and you have to check uh, for all uh, different graves and then, and they used to bury their graves in a certain uh, angles and things like that and a certain uh, pattern of it so you would basically have to say the whole area is a one big graveyard so what here is that uh, if you are they oh, you find these corpses close to each other but at least even one of them uh, is not whole uh, then you don't have to search for any other bodies because uh, you might uh, you say that no there's not a cemetery uh, as it was before and therefore uh, you don't have to do that they are considered ice Isolated corpses. Right. Uh, now we, <coughs> we say that is that really true, Law. So basically, what we have is that it's a mission in Adiot, and it says, listen, uh, we're talking here where the kazayat of flesh that comes from uh, a living person that's it's, um, uh, you know aver minachai uh, is that tumor as well as if it was from a corpse? We'd say no. Now, if you're talking about uh, kazayat of flesh. Uh, that's uh, that would transmit tumor mate. Uh, it says, oh, you know, okay, uh, because the majority of, uh, of its height or the majority of its number of bones, okay, uh, or uh, or rova, sorry, the, or even a quarter of a cup, sorry, uh, that, that's what it's talking about of bones. So it says, or duma tarvad rakav, or even a full ladle of dust. Uh, we should say, you know, even in those cases, um, with regard to courts, which is stringent, uh, and we have um, all these other uh, leniencies, it says to Mar, uh, would you say that with a live person, uh, if a person is alive and, uh, you know, he doesn't have the look of a majority of, of his height or the majority of the bones or quarter cov, or it says below Malay, takav, varakav, right, and he doesn't have uh, the things with that so what are we talking about Shahikidami exactly the you know what what is the situation Dirkav Khad Aver basically we have if one limb of a of a person um it's it's Avim in a high and then went off. Uh, really what we say the Khavata Gabi mate I feel you had aver ikarakav so surely in that situation uh if there's one full limb uh, there would be rakav even from that limb uh, as we said um, that uh, it would be, you know, as long as there's bones, sinews, and and and, and flesh, they are all together, uh, and therefore, so surely this applies for the corpse that's missing a limb. If the limb itself uh, trans- has rakav, so surely. Um, the, the rest of the course without that would also do it as well uh, and, the, and the Gomorrah says no Mikatani hi mate we never talked about uh, this specific mate hi uh, Kamash Milan so what are we talking about here uh, we're talking about Shum mate Yaish Lo Rekev Shum Chai and Lo Rekev we say general in, 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 in general uh, what we say is uh, the category of this uh, corpse has this rakav, has this dust, uh, but a living person uh, does not have dust. 
All right, uh, by Rava. So Rava asks the following question: Hukav Kashukai. Uh, what happens um, if uh, the the person um, uh, decayed when he was alive? mate and then that person died. Okay, Mayu. So what do you do? Can you co- combine these two things again? Migamrin and Rek Rakav. On the one hand, you could say that it is Rakav. Could you say it's corpse dust over there? The Ikiv mate Oh, and and now you can add it on. It decayed while it was alive, and then you can add it on to when he was dead. So you say the what before he died and then you add it on to the pot after he died or duma hashta mia hi mate or no uh, maybe you would say that uh, in, uh, oh, sorry the, the first one is uh, you know that uh, only if the body all decayed when he was dead and this part of this guy's body decayed when he was alive or on the other hand you can look at it and say listen uh, maybe in any case he's dead so whether it happened a little bit before he died uh, and a little bit after he died we could add those two together and the Gemara answers um, Tashma, let's see an answer to that law. Etc. We go along and we, we, we quote the previous mission again. You can't say uh, if it's an olive amount of impurity with regard to a corpse, uh, that's more stringent because it's, uh, it applies the majority of a tight or quarter covered bones, the, the ladle full of dust, etc. Uh, would that also be? Uh, with a living person as well. Uh, then that doesn't happen with a living person. The living person uh, doesn't have the lacha of a majority of the number of the bones uh, or the dust as well. Okay, so the Gomorrah says, Tama Mishum Kai. The reason is that the olive amount of flesh uh, is because it's from a living person. Haima Etiyashlo Rakab. But surely, uh, from a dead person, the implication is that it would transmit Tuma uh, via this Rakab. It would turn into corpse dust. And it says, Mikatani Haimait. Again, where the Gomorrah says we're talking specifically about this type of um, of, of mate we're not talking specific, you know that this as an example uh, we're just using this as an example we're not using this as something specific hi Kamash Milan this is what it's come to tell you and the Shum mate from the category of mate uh, there is this corpse dust Shum Chai and Rakav but uh, if it's uh, the category of a living person he does not have dust to it alright uh, that is a good place to stop uh, so we'll do that and we'll pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussion along these issues um, in the meantime everyone should have a great day